I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Raisin Bran. You got to put Raisin Bran up there. Everybody knows it. It's Mike Shope. Listen, get your own stupid old dying person team and and choose your own cereals. And the Bulldog. I shall unleash my fury upon you like the crashing of a thousand waves. That cereal is soggy. You reach into the fridge for the milk and open the lid on the milk to pour it in there, and that crap is already soggy. I am untethered, and my rage knows no bounds. <laughs> That's a terrible. Oh. That's a problem for a cereal, I, oh, I, a I, huge I think. problem. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog on WGR Sports Radio 550. Good timing. We were just talking about cereal in this house uh, yesterday. Mm. I'm home. Bulldog is home. Possibility... Uh, I don't know what kind of odds it's, you know, Super Bowl week, plus 1,500 that both of our dogs will be heard before the show is over. Background yeah, like, noise. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't well, know. Maybe I'll just give Margo the mic over here, see what happens. It, this headset is... may weigh more than she does, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if you've got the gear that I had the last time we did this, uh, I, I know what you I know what you speak of. The uh, Yeah, that, that headset weighs – Three times as much as your dog, I think. Um, I think so, too. Fred, I, I, I don't want to – I like those odds, uh, but we might even need to go – my wife is home. She's working nights now. She didn't leave to go in until 6.30, quarter to 7. The chances of Fred hanging out with me, very, very, very low. <laughs> <laughs> with her here, uh, you know, days where she's at work during our show – you know, he's here barking at squirrels in the trees and fire trucks as they go by and the whole thing. But today, I, I don't know. It, it would surprise me if he makes an appearance with her home. All it takes is one bark. I mean, the, the higher, the longer the odds go, the better I like it. Just one bark. How near you does he have to be to be heard? Oh, if he's, if he's, in, if he's on this floor, I think you'd hear him. Even if there's a, there's a separate room... Where often enough, while I'm up here doing my show, if my wife isn't working and not about to go to work, she'll be in this little studio making jewelry. And I think even though there's there's walls all around that and a little doorway, I, I think if he were in there barking, I have a feeling you'd hear it on the radio. So if he's on oh, the third we, floor of the house, you'll hear him. We can game this. I'm going to text Joe Ostrowski before he <laughs> jumps on with us. I want to bet Fred, Margot, and Kelsey. Three teamer, Kelsey the MVP, Margot and Fred. Margot, so she was all chill. My wife and daughter are heading out of town for a hockey tournament. My wife left an hour and a half ago almost to go pick my daughter up from school and then on their way, 15 minutes ago they walk in because my daughter forgot something. Mm. And Margot was all, this is a seven pound pug puppy. 
all chill, you know? Like, maybe she had sort of, all right, well, Ma- Mama's her favorite. She's gone. I'm just going to sleep for, for a while here. Mm-hmm. And then they come back in the house, and since they left, like, 250, it's just whines. I mean, uh, very yeah. upset. Very upset. So, and I've moved down. Norm- every time I've broadcast from home, it's been up in my bedroom, but... Like, this is my wife's office space, and she took off, so I'm taking it. Like, I just want to sit. I'm going to look outside and nice. just yeah. sit. Uh, it's, it's a better setup for me. Closer to the kitchen. Oh, yeah. That's a win. Any, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yes. Hey, plus, right. plus 1,500. So, I mean, I don't even really feel like I have an intuitive feel for what that – that's the number I threw out for this, like, silly mm. bet the – whether the dog, <laughs> dog talks on the show today. Sure. Right. <laughs> But just like I was just looking at you, you speak this language parlays. Mm-hmm. I was just looking at a, a live five dollar awards parlay. Oh. Okay, now I, hopefully you haven't seen this. I have not. An account I follow just tweeted a screen grab of a five dollar five way NFL awards parlay that you know that's tonight. Mm-hmm. And, like, this doesn't make sense to me. I don't want to necessarily uh, use this on our time with Joe because there's a Super Bowl in three days. Like, that's really where I – And plus, I'm looking at baseball futures. So, I, I'm not sure this question is a question I want to ask Joe, you I know, see. in the short time we have with him. We probably won't talk to him again for, like, six months after today. I'm not sure I want to use it. But I just find this incredible. And I feel like my whole life has been wasted. Because I'm not just grinding this stuff. Five bucks, okay? You have it in mm-hmm. your pocket. Okay, sure. Lamar Jackson to win the MVP. Sure. Which he probably will. Yeah. C.J. Stroud to win Offensive Rookie of the Year, which I think he probably will. Uh-huh. I don't know. Like, I'm not handicapping these, but certainly I feel like those are the favorites. Lamar is definitely the favorite. Yeah. Uh, for MVP, I think that's kind of a given that he wins. So, yeah, I'm not sure it this parlay, but it, it seems like it definitely is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, this parlay was, by the way, placed in May. Somebody bet this in May. Uh, Lamar Jackson okay. to win the MVP. Was it crazy? I, yeah. I, uh, I mean, no, I mean, no. He won it before. New offensive coordinator by then. We knew that. Um, no, I don't think that was crazy. Got paid. Good team. Offensive coordinator that was thought to be like good for him. Mm-hmm. He's won it. He won it four years ago. Like, how crazy was that? So Jackson Stroud. What was Stroud? He was the second pick of the draft. Quarterback. He wasn't Bijan Robinson, but he was the second pick of the draft. All right. Offensive player of the year, Christian McCaffrey. Sure. Right. Sure. <laughs> yep. Yep. Sure. I mean, not, he might have even been favored. To win that award. It's not going to be a quarterback. Well, he wasn't favored, I think. But why wasn't that like sort of like a totally reasonable pick for that, you know? Okay. Seems reasonable enough. Sure. Yeah. You're with me. Uh, Miles Garrett to win defensive player of the year. Is he going to? I think so. That's close with uh, Parsons, maybe? Maybe, yeah. It's... T.J. Watt, get him. Oh, he got hurt, didn't he? He missed some time. Uh, yeah, he missed the Bills game, at least. I don't know if he missed more right, than that, right. but maybe. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, no, he got Yeah, he got hurt at the end. 
He got hurt. He got hurt at the end of the regular season, I think. Maybe, Maybe in the middle too. Yeah, I think that's right too. That's why I had like he probably didn't play all the games, but anyway. For, um, so yeah, Garrett. Garrett seems like a reasonable enough. Yeah, I think I. I don't know if he's the favorite. I don't. These aren't odds that I go looking for because uh, we can't bet them anyway. So it's right. not that, that you know. Uh, but I. Yeah, I, no one would be surprised if he to be a lot of nodding. Like, yeah, okay, he's the defensive sure. player of the year. Yeah. Like, we knew he was good. And, like, okay, fine, it's fine. I've, I've never had more of an incentive, at least in a long time, to move out of New York State than this last 10 minutes since looking mm-hmm. at this parlay. <laughs> because you cannot, as you said, you cannot bet this in New York State. Lamar Jackson to win the MVP, I have no idea who the person is that bet it. C.J. Stroud to win Offensive Rookie of the Year, McCaffrey Offensive Player of the Year, Garrett Defensive Player of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year, Jalen Carter. So that's a mid-to-late first-round pick by the Eagles, somebody that was it was considered a steal when they drafted him, mm-hmm. you, going to a good organization, like a great setup. He might have been the favorite for Defensive Rookie of the Year. I don't know who else, Will Anderson or somebody might have been, just because they were drafted higher. The draft was not two weeks before this bet was placed, okay? Mm -hmm. So you got the point. Like, five pretty chalky, not all favorites, maybe only one, if that, favorite, but no crazy long shots. This is not betting Leicester City. Right. No. Yeah. No. That's right. I, I. I. would say the two rookies are the maybe the hardest picks in the whole thing. I mean, not, not that you know, the other guys don't have competition for those uh, spots, but I mean to to pick all rookie quarterback and just go that's going to be the offensive rookie of the year. I mean that's. I mean that is really throwing darts. Um, like you know you already know these other guys are all excellent at their positions. You know, McCaffrey smashed as soon as he got to San Francisco last year, so betting on him to do that again, you know, that's pretty chalky. Same with the other two established guys, you know, right? Jackson already won the MVP once. Garrett is someone who gets talked about at that level, so that makes sense. I'd say the riskiest of the two are the, are the rookies, if that's not obvious. I should stop. Well, that. I want to analyze that in a minute. But first, I want to tell you what it pays if it hits. I'm going to be so mad. This is this. Is, the odds are probably outrageous. With those. It's five a five dollar bet. You have it in coins. What you know, it's going to be big because of this huge, ridiculous setup. I mean, I did stop talking about Margot, but really, we've been talking. I've set. I've been setting this up for several minutes. What do you win for five dollars if it's Lamar, McCaffrey, Garrett, Stroud, and Carter. I'm going to say you win $3,500. I mean, you're the best. 680000 I'm choking up. What? I can't even say it. I can't even say it. 680960 And no sense. We, 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 we. We need we we need to start doing the show from a boat somewhere where we can bet on these things. I, I, or or stay. I mean, I realize that you, we don't, need this, we don't need to be at sea. I, I can't even talk. What you you think that bet pays thirty five hundred? I'm not criticizing you. You think that bet pays yeah. thirty five hundred? Right I think now, a, I, you, I think that's you I think would that's take great. two grand. Right. 
on a $5 bet? Like, that's great. What are we doing with our lives? $680,000? I'm... I don't, I don't, I don't, you, I don't, listen, I can't even talk. No, no, no what else? No, what else? What else is new? I, I just, I'm, my mind is blown no. by that. No, what else? Somebody who bets that, bets 20 of them, if not 100. Yeah. Different combinations. Dif- sure, right, right. So, you said how the, the hardest ones would be the rookies I, but i that's how i feel yeah the the rookies were the shortest odds of these <sighs> jalen carter at six to one plus 600 was the chalkiest pick of any of these wow. picks i don't know if this will hit like i don't know if jalen carter is going to win or whatever that's the only one but, that i feel not sure about i, I don't know who else like, is there a corner somewhere? Like, I, Bland wasn't a rookie with the Cowboys, right? I don't think the guy so. That had all the, but, all the pick I mean, sixes. I, I just, I don't know. I, that, that's the one field I feel like I don't quite have. Um, I feel like Stroud, the year he had, I might say, uh, and I might be forgetting people, but I, I'd be surprised if he doesn't win. I mean, that team made the playoffs, and I, I know that probably doesn't matter for these awards. Um, but it certainly matters to my how I feel about C.J. Stroud. I, I feel like that would be very surprising, if not shocking, if he didn't win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Well, yeah, I mean, that that's probably right. I don't know what the odds were when these closed. And, again, we could ask Joe or I could look it up. But at least this is very live, and there's probably a crazy cash-out option, right? <laughs> because if yeah. you win, it's $680,000 for your 5 bucks. Jackson is going to win. Does McCaffrey win? I, I don't know. I shouldn't. I don't want to ask that question because neither of us really knows the answer. There was Tyreek McCa- Hill, yeah. C.D. Lamb, Tyreek Hill. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it feels to me like McCaffrey has still had juice in the MVP conversation. I feel like as the season wore on, I don't feel like I heard that as much about Tyreek Hill. So I, I, I feel like. I, I still think McCaffrey, boy, I, I don't know. I, I feel like he'd be the favorite for Offensive Player of the Year. Okay. Well, he right, was right the now. longest shot. He was the long the long shot of the bunch. Wow. I don't know why. I mean, 18 to 1. He's on a great team. He's a great player. He's on a team that, was he supposed to get hurt? Is that why he was 18 to 1? I don't even know who would have been <laughs> shorter than that. But, oh, my gosh. I, I recognize – how easy this is in hindsight. Like, mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson wasn't the MVP until, like, week 15. He, he, he wasn't the favorite to win, but it went all over the place. And that happens in sports, where Hertz would be the favorite and have a bad game, and then Prescott would be the favorite, or Allen would be the favorite, or Mahomes, or Purdy. Mm-hmm. And it just kept moving, and Jackson was on the team with the best record. They won, again, they beat good teams by a lot. And he had a fine season. He didn't have an um, incredible season. He didn't have the, you know, sort of a knockout year where no. it was undeniable. The, but his, his stats, it added up. His stats among the two Super Bowl quarterbacks and Allen are, I think, the worst of the four on the year. In, a, in certain ways. In certain ways, yeah. Yeah. He has, he has the wins. We can scoff at that. But 
What he, huge rushing again. Anyway, few, few turnovers, but not a lot of rushing. T- he only had five rushing touchdowns. Anyway, we're not. I'm not ready to debate the MVP. It just you know, yeah, he he was a you know, he wasn't the favorite when you would have placed this bet. That's for sure. But the point obviously is how gettable was this for five bucks to win almost seven hundred thousand? We got to change. We got to change it all. Like I almost never play parlays because I'm too afraid that. Like, it just doesn't feel, you know, it's like Trista talking about the, the coin toss the other day. Uh, no, just, I'll bet, I'll, if I like two or three things, I'll just bet them separately. I don't want to go two and one and win nothing. Right. So, that's how I, when I do it, that's how I do it. You're big on the parlays, but you, you kind of just want to win enough so you can keep playing. Right. And that that's still mostly what I do. I mean, I the days of just being, getting by on what I threw in originally are long gone, but... Um, still, yeah. I mean, that's you – know, I won – when Trista was here, I won a, a big hockey four, four-leg four or five-leg parlay, and I'll be living off that for, like, it, like in, into March Madness. You know, like, that. that's that's just – you know, I, did, I didn't take it out. I could have, but, you know, I already would have been starting to put it back in because I've already lost, like, a couple hundred of it. Um, and you you can't win six hundred eighty thousand on an NHL night either. Like this, no. Maybe no. if you picked five goal scorers, you know, or five you could maybe wins and they all hit or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, if you pick like I don't know Clifton and a few other guys to score, and they do yeah. these numbers: fifteen to one, seven to one, eighteen to one, seven to one, six to one. I am not questioning the math. I am just blown away. Yeah, by how that is a. Thirteen million six hundred nineteen thousand one hundred to one bet. You've got me now wanting to go into tonight's hockey schedule and like pick the longest shots in every game to score and see what that. I, yes. I mean, I can do that easily enough during a break uh, and just see what what that number gets me. Who has what, never seven scored? or eight games tonight? I mean, I just maybe I'll go. Maybe I'll go. Who has game. never scored? And if they all score tonight. This is our last show. Right. It will be the Margot and Fred, you know, right. jamboree. Uh, it, it'll be it'll be the Fred and Margot jamboree tomorrow. Previewing uh, the Super Bowl. With the, right? with the round table. <laughs> Previewing the Super Bowl. Oh, my goodness. The account, by the way, is, uh, well, I don't even know, actually. I thought it was Bleacher Report, but it just sort of came up here. Ben Fox. Uh, is the name of the account. I, I don't know who that is, but he's the one who tweeted this, and I I'm, I don't know, am I on? Uh, oh, I tweeted, I did a search for NFL awards because I wanted to see, like, it, where is this, where and when. I, and did, it's, I did uh, that a little while tonight, ago, too, because I did, nine. yeah, 9 o'clock CBS is where you can watch it. Yeah. Vegas. Yep. Holy cow. Oh. Well, I, again, like people are starting to tweet me. I know that these picks don't all have to hit, but it's still – like just, oh, it's so gettable. Yeah, it really, you it really eat- is. Again, the Car- the Carter one is the one. I, I feel like the other ones, I want to say I'll be surprised if the other ones don't hit. Uh, but Carter's the one I'm I'm the least at least confident in. Boy, what what if there is a buyout? Like what? I I don't know. What is it? Two hundred grand? I mean, what what? Are you looking at? It depends on like what the closing lines were on each of those. 
Yeah. Like what, Stroud might have been close to even money with with Puka, um, T- Tyreek Hill. Like the, the, there mm-hmm. there are some toss ups there. McCaffrey, but it's just play, yeah, yeah. Holy cow! Well. <sighs> Well, someone's going to be really sweating. Uh, <laughs> this is a award show tonight, which is worth a lot in and of itself. You yes, know, if it you're is. if you're able to if you're able to sort of make peace with if you don't win, then what a night! That's really the the thrill of it is the possibility of winning. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Like that, and I don't know. I, really, like, what, what I think, I think the, the, not even from a betting standpoint, but whatever it is, you know, just... Our conversations, predicting outcomes in the league, fantasy football, anything where you like the exercise of trying to figure out what's going to happen to the best extent possible, which is what I live for. This, this is what draws me to sports at, the, at my current state in life. It's, it's not spectacular catches. It's a little bit decision-making. A lot of it is, okay, here's what I think is going to happen. Here's how confident I am. Unfortunately, with the NFL, it's really, you know, if you're being reasonable about it, it's very hard to be confident in much. Most teams are very even. There's so much randomness in it. I, we have a, a co-worker who will often, when he sees me, he will stop me and ask me who's going to win the next thing, whether mm-hmm. it's the World Series or the Super Bowl in this case. And I have a pad answer, which is really lame. But it's the only way I know how to do it, honestly, which is say, I have no idea. I have, I have no idea who will win this game. He asked me, I saw him yesterday, and he said, all right, Mike, who wins Sunday? I'm like, I don't know. And then after a second pause, I'm like, wait, Niners. I, I, I forgot that I actually I have do opinion. have a stance on this game. <laughs> right. Yes. Right. The Niners win. I think the Niners win. And I, I just – that's like so background. So here – the point is, if, if you're – 
if you like that, like if like so many people do, what's going to happen? Looking forward to games and you know whether it's individual players, anything. The the takeaway from this is how easy it is to align yourself with the media narrative. Like Stroud is the is the first one for this for me because Stroud was the second quarterback. Everybody loved Bijan. You know, you had receivers. Of course, you had Bryce Young and Richardson. You know, the Houston Texans, what a joke. Right. Why would they ever why would they ever be good? Right? I mean, defensive coach on and on and on. It was so easy to look past him. Yep. And look what happened. It's you just got to keep in the window how hard it is to be right, how how easy it is to be wrong, and how like the the media onslaught tends to sort of come to the middle. Like you hear other people talking and oh, I, I thought actually CJ Stroud was the best, but everybody else doesn't. So I gotta couch what I think. Mm-hmm. I gotta soften or else I'm a lunatic, yeah. and well, what if he bombs? I'd love to know if this person, whoever made this bet, and anyone else who might have something similar out there, like, I wonder if, but th- this one specifically, if this person was just throwing darts because of the odds, um, or it was more they're a big Ohio State fan or a big Stroud fan. Like, I just lo- I love Ohio State. So, Stroud, I, I, he's, I, I you know, I'll enjoy, if I lose, fine. I'll enjoy backing my guy, or if it was, you know, just objective, you know, just fooling around. Because um, it, could, it could be, it, you know, it certainly could be just someone who loves Ohio State or loves even that player that much. It's only five bucks. Only five bucks, Joe, right. Joe Ostrowski next, Aaron Schatz, Sal Capaccio today. A lot on the Super Bowl. We'll mix some other things in, as I guess we already have. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog here. Stay tuned for Joe. This is WGR. We've talked about it and literally anything that we do on the sideline, whether it's good or bad, if it's communicating the right way, if it's communicating, whatever it is, you know, yes. put on the microscope and judged every certain way and every angle. But, again, we're just trying to be the best teammates that we could be for each other. And I owe a lot of my success in my career to him. And I think he would, he would feel the same way about me. But I love that guy like a brother. Always will. You know, we're going to do some big things next year. Bulldog, you like how you you like to uh, you sort of refer to uh, the proverbial bingo card, right? Like, uh, put, mm-hmm. w- w- that was that was not. You could have a bingo card entirely of Josh Allen talking about how much he loves digs, and you probably win easily. Just different <laughs> ways of saying it. Yes, yes. I I love him like a brother. I always will. Digs can't be bothered to ever say anything of the sort, but um, Allen always just you know, right there. Just so mm-hmm. you got, just so you guys know, I love him. A lot, like family, he's the best. I owe a lot of my success to him. I'm sure he would say the same. He never does. No, no, he, yeah, no, he he chooses to be, um, well, you know, just different, I guess. On the line, that was on the Pat McAfee show, by the way. The host of BetQL Daily, Odyssey Sports betting insider Joe Ostrowski, insider calls presented by BetMGM. Check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app, and be sure to check out the BetQL Daily podcast, especially this week, Super Bowl week. For more of Joe's analysis, just search BetQL wherever you find your podcast, or should I have said Big Game Week. 
Joe, I see you have been grinding some Usher tape today. <laughs> I actually was. His press conference was on NFL Network, and I was quite annoyed by the interviewer kissing his backside the entire time. It was, like, dreadful. But I was just trying to figure out, could I, could I pick anything he's saying here and figure out the first song and the last song. That's been my life over the last couple of weeks. How you that doing? Is, that is fun yeah. to do. Doing great. Good to talk to you again. That's fun to do when you're when you're that familiar with the artist. I am not that familiar with Usher's catalog, so like I, I'd be just really I'd be in the dark. But thinking back, it was quite a few years ago now. But when Springsteen was going to play halftime, I, we taught. I, we taught. I think we. I, I think I picked. Like these, the the order of songs I, I I missed. I mean, a, a few of the songs I picked got played, but I had the order off. Mm. Yeah. Well, now they're just trying to cram so many so many right. songs into the thirteen minutes that they do get. And one bet that, that I am going to play for half them. I don't have anything for the first or last song. It's just a big guess. And you know, sometimes it sounds like they start to play a song, then they go into something else, and. You know what what ends up being decided as the winner, but y- y- there are some places you can find the number of songs played at eight and a half, juice to the over. Lately, <laughs> last year Rihanna, fifteen songs. Uh, a couple years ago, Dre and Snoop, it was eleven. When the weekend did that in that strange halftime show, that was nine. J Lo and Shakira, seventeen songs. It's <laughs> he's gonna go way over eight and a half songs. They play like thirty seconds and they move on. Yeah, that I think is a relatively new trend. I watched Michael Jackson last night at Super Bowl mm-hmm. twenty-seven, Bills Cowboys oh, yeah. in Pasadena. Uh, just I'm, I'm just crushing on this. We are the world documentary. I watched that again, and then I went and watched Michael Jackson at Bills Cowboys. And I think it was maybe four songs. Uh, it wasn't super short, but it wasn't like the whole album, the whole Thriller album, or anything like that. Yeah, not not that many. But you're you're doing it right. You're looking at more recent uh, evidence. Yeah, so that's good. I I feel like a move there is something new to start, like you know, thirty seconds, like you're saying, of something new into something pretty familiar, and you just build to a crescendo where like it's the big. Then he, now here comes like the three or four biggest songs of the dude person's career. Uh, but I think something new is like they're there to sell something not just the back catalog usually so Mm. like here's a taste of the new thing and then i'm going to get you the stuff you're all here for yeah he was talking about celebrating his past his you know recent present and the future so i'm like does that mean he's going to go in chronological order like but what you're saying makes makes a lot more sense so yeah i mean there's that and grinding uh reba halftime or anthem (laughs) songs that are out there on youtube since over the last five to six decades, she's been performing this. Um, and, yeah, the, it's been going up the number. And it, it looks like it will be one of the shortest anthems that we've ever seen. Good. At any Super Bowl. Because um, that's just how she how she rolls. Like, there's a couple times she did the World Series. It was just barely over a minute. There's rodeo shows from the 70s. All, all sorts of data out there. So it started at a low number, but people have been betting it up. And now I'm starting to rethink it because the idea is they're betting over because of vocal pacing as you age. (laughs) She's now 68 that she's going to take her sweet time and she's a TV star and all this stuff. 
So people are betting over 87 and a half, over 90 and a half seconds. I'm still saying um, I'm sticking to my Reba roots. I'm going to go yeah. under on the number. Yeah. She's she's old school enough to me that I, I would be surprised if she's not from the just sing the damn song, no performative yeah. excess. It's the Star Spangled Banner, okay? Just like, you know, respect it a little bit or a lot. Yes, <laughs> yes exactly. And uh, sticking to the dog theme on today's show, I, I was yes. taking a look at the uh, the game-winning touchdown in the Puppy Bowl. Bark Purdy is 33-1 to one if oh you are uh, looking for a long shot. Bark Purdy, my day is made. <laughs> I love that. I always love that you listen. Did you hear the whole conversation about that parlay then? I did. I did. So I you're probably a couple trip ups. Uh, okay, go ahead. A couple trip ups. Uh, the uh, most of them, you're right. MVP Lamar at the end, closing number, runaway. It's like basically done. Um, McCaffrey agree. Tyreek was there with him most of the season, but at the end, with all the touchdowns every week, that was a big narrative. McCaffrey's going to be your offensive player of the year. There's no doubt. And then once Tyreek got injured at the end, that kind of sealed that deal. Uh, Stroud over. Even though Puka set all-time records, he was never really with Stroud as far as that goes. Um, defensive rookie, Jalen Carter was favored for almost the entire part of the season. But near the end, that number kept coming down. The Eagles had arguably the worst defense in football. And then Will Anderson was steaming at the very end of the season, and the Texans were a big story late. Is this going to be a big Texans night? D'Amico, Shroud, Will Anderson? I don't know, but their numbers, very close, very close. Um, Six sacks versus seven sacks. It's like a couple forced fumbles by Jalen Carter might be the difference. And I don't know if you remember that touchdown. I think it was against the Cowboys that he had. It was pretty meaningless, but – Maybe that decides it. I think it's close. Will Anderson could win. And then defensive player, I don't know. Eileen Garrett, Garrett closed as the favorite. But Watt has five more sacks. And Watt has eight more passes defended. And he's got an interception and Garrett doesn't. Um, Statistically, I would lean Watt, but it might be Garrett because he was on the best defense. I, I am I appreciate that. Like I, I am less interested, however, in like whether that parlay hits than how seemingly doable it is or was back <laughs> in one the of these early for that amount of money on five bucks. Bring <laughs> that five. I mean, McCaffrey's the biggest long shot at that stage of the betting. What is the takeaway here, Joe? Like, am I a donkey for not appreciating that, or is like? Maybe it's the timing. Did McCaffrey or Jackson's price come way down? Just got to get there early. I've heard Evan Silva talk like that. You know, sort of, be, sort of being on top of these things when they open. Not that in New York State you can do anything about it. Just five dollars for almost seven hundred thousand, with, with reasonable expectations on each one, blows my mind. Yeah, when you first started talking about it, my assumption was, oh. This was made in season as things were starting to become clear a little bit, or you could come up with some ideas, right? A path for different players. And to see that it was made in May, basically right after the draft, uh, Carter's number came way down. A lot of those numbers actually came down. Um, it's it, The hard part's done. The, the longer shots are in. 
it's the other stuff that's up for grabs. So if I'm that better, it's hard to get down that much money. But once you realize, okay, I think it's five. If you've got three of the five, you can travel around to different states and bet as much as you possibly can on the other side in a lot of those awards that were kind of up in the air, which is because I'm sure the, the cash out they were offering, I'm guessing probably not the fairest offer in the world, but, but yeah, I, I was thinking about that. I, I, I don't mind your fun bets like that. I will always, before the NFL season starts, I will do a crazy parlay on every, nearly every division winner. I'll do right. stuff like that um, around master's time. That, well, the thought process here is I will put together a multi-sport parlay starting with the Masters because we know the Masters winner is going to come from the top 20. So you can come up with all sorts of different, you know, formulas. Okay, I, I'm really – I like these two teams in baseball. I'm going to pair them with all of these Masters guys or this is my NFL team or this is my college football team that, mm-hmm. that I'm going to link in the, in this parlay. So that's something I'll do for me, like, yeah, I'm I'm fine with it, and and I think you guys are right. I assume that they made a bunch of these with different comps. Well, yeah, right for five bucks, but the the difference in them, like the yeah. yeah, the difference in the divisions example is probably when you do that, you could go all eight, but you're going to have a couple favorites minus one forty mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, yep. this guy's shortest odds were six to one, which probably like in the algorithm. You know, you're talking thirteen mil plus thirteen million. It just doesn't seem that <laughs> crazy when Christian McCaffrey and Lamar Jackson are your long shots. Man, I'm doing it wrong. I don't know. <laughs> like you, your your primary point was he may not win. You know, that's he or she may not win, which is right. Let's let's get to Sunday. What are the trends, Joe? What are a couple of your favorite uh, plays here for the Super Bowl? Well, the funny thing is, I, I got a bunch of props to go over. Um, the funny thing is, and I think this is okay, if you don't have a strong opinion on the game, even though it's one of the it's the big betting event, sporting event of the year, I don't think you have to have a pick on the game because there are so many directions to take this. If you have stronger opinions on, okay, it's going to be this type of game or this event is going to happen – and I've got these different five prop bets that I can do that I feel better about than just kind of flipping a coin and picking between Kansas City and San Francisco. I think that's okay, and that's kind of where I'm at. Um, I, I would say, I guess, like to, to back up your point on where you stand with San Francisco, the one thing that I keep going back to, and I know it's difficult to go against Mahomes as an underdog, and you look at the three playoff losses he has, um, it's, it's Burrow and Brady twice. That's hard to go against when Purdy's standing on the other side. But before the playoffs, you make this point spread, it's five and a half, not two. And that's that's where we're sitting now. So how much of an overcorrection uh, do we have? And you know, if you're going to line up the top ten players participating in this game, I'd say the majority of them are on the Niners' side. So I, I, I want to go San Francisco. We'll see if I get there. But, yeah, looking at a a bunch of different prop bets as far as that goes. Uh, We talked a little bit about MVP uh, last week. If you're going non-QB, CMC at almost 5-1. to Kelsey's now down to 14-1. to Those are the two routes I would go if you're looking looking for more value. Uh, Quarterbacks, I like the interception props. Mahomes hasn't thrown one his last six playoff games. 
He doesn't have a turnover-worthy play his last four games this year. The 17 playoff games, 13 of them he has not thrown a pick. And it's it's basically even money that he's not going to throw an interception. I think Mahomes does not, and Purdy, um, Purdy does. Uh, rushing props are very popular because they have a couple of poor rushing defenses. Purdy's been rushing it more lately. I think that's interesting. Three and a half rushing attempts. It's up to 12 and a half rushing yards. Uh, I, I think those are pretty good looks there. Um, MVS, longest reception. He's got a 32-yarder each of the last two playoff games. It's uh, 13 and a half. I could see him going over that. Uh, Kelsey's receiving yards. Last 12 playoff games, all of them, at least 71 yards. Right now, the number is 71 and a half. That's, that's been going, going up a little bit. Um, Debo, anytime touchdown, nearly two to one. That's pretty good value. And let's see, I, you know, I actually think uh, kicking is going to be a pretty important factor. We've got a couple of coaches that are conservative at times. So it, over three and a half field goals made, that makes sense. Um, that stadium, you, you, long field goals, certainly possible. Over 47 and a half for the longest made field goals, taking a look at. And another kicking one over 115 and a half yards of uh, uh, if you add up all the made field goals, you can go that route as well. If you think uh, field goals are going to play a major role for all the all the all the time you're investing in Usher and Reba and everything else. My favorite Super Bowl bet ever was Mahomes rushing under against the Niners the first time which only won because he ran backwards on the kneel downs for like 13 or 15 yards to go. He was way over. I don't know. Maybe we want to be looking at these two quarterbacks on their kneel downs. If we like the Niners, Purdy can go over, but then, you know, minus six on the last three plays, something like that. Just a thought. Yeah. Was that three in a row? Is that how it got under? Uh, In the the Mahomes example? Yeah. Maybe. He, He was just like running back he was trying to kill clock too yeah right it wasn't so, just simple kneel downs it was a little more elaborate than that yeah yeah but he he might have lost 13 yards on those three plays which barely got him under it was a you know like kind of win you don't remember you lose you lose like that you remember it you had the over yeah. on that you remember the time <laughs> that that happened and you will never forget it but you win like that you know it's important to remember those two joe well purdy rushing attempts instead because he's at five and six over the last couple uh playoff okay okay if you like them especially because you get those maybe one to three cheapies at at the end joe what a pleasure so so much fun talking to you i hope we do it again as we get closer to next season uh but thank you for all your time yeah of course um i appreciate you guys uh jumping on every week it's always a lot of fun and uh, jumping on, uh, grabbing some Super Bowl squares. Uh, got a yeah. chuckle out of seeing you guys uh, do that for the team. I enjoyed that. Sure. I, I'm taking a little bit of time off, but if you want me to jump around March Madness, I'm here. Okay, we definitely will. Thanks, we'll Joe. hit you up for that, no doubt. Yeah, Joe. All right, have have a good uh, have a good week. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Uh, rest of the week and uh, enjoy the game Sunday and we'll catch up. The host of BetQL Daily, Odyssey Sports betting insider Joe Ostrowski. Insider calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Aaron Schatz coming up from Las Vegas after four. Granular look at Niners Chiefs and also the Bills and their future. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog here, WGR. Welcome back. We'll be quick here. Take a break for the update and then Aaron Schatz will... Breakdown Super Bowl LV3, Niners and Chiefs, who met in this game four years ago. It was a pretty good game. Remember who the standout Chiefs running back was four years ago in the Super Bowl? I thought he deserved MVP consideration at least. He might have gotten some, but he didn't win. Not LaShawn McCoy. No, but he was on the roster, right? He was on the roster. I think maybe inactive for the Super Bowl, but yeah. Um, man, no, I don't. I really don't. I really don't remember. It was Damian Williams. Okay, sure. Yeah. So there's that. Um, we came very right. close to Fred cashing. Uh, well, his oh. end of just like you. The the Josh Allen clip is playing. You start talking about Diggs. I'm distracted. I don't know if you could tell. I, I, he, I had one of my earphones off. He was at attention. Uh, he was up here at the window in the barking spot, and he was starting to, like, starting to gear up to bark because something was happening out there. I'm like, oh, this is going to be perfect. We're going to introduce Joe, and Fred's going to bark. And then he just turned and ran away. And he hasn't been back since. But we were so close, Mike. Pretty bad beat, I'd say, for for me and Fred. (laughs) There's still time. I think you and the listeners might have a better chance of hearing Margot than I will because of the headphones. Like, I don't hear – she might be – I don't think she is. Could be whining now, but I think I only hear it through the mic, not just, like, separately because she's pretty far away. But I'm enjoying being home, looking out at the river – Sun is setting, beautiful day. We're like low to mid-50s, golf day. I mean, a stolen golf day. I know Jeremy was soliciting, you know, what's it like out there on the golf courses of the area uh, takes earlier. So um, good for you if you got out. I mean, that's, that's awesome. February 8th. Tomorrow, too. Tomorrow's the same. By the way, I saw that a player in... It's called the Corn Ferry Tour. Beneath mm-hmm. the PGA Tour, today shot a 57. Cristobal Del Solar. How's your 84 at Harvest Hill Sound now, by the way? After this, <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm, still, this I'm still very proud. Uh, yeah, wow. That is that's 57 right there. Yeah, wow. How is that even a golf number, 57? Yeah. In nine holes if you're bad. Oh, but you're you're never happy with 57. Nobody's no. no, no. I, I broke 60. Somebody in first time playing or something like I broke 60 for for nine. That's a that's a pretty good score. 57. I, th- I think it's a record, all time record for any 
pro event. This is not the PGA Tour, but their minor league tour. We'll come back with Aaron Schatz talking Niners Chiefs and the Bills, what they should do, what happened, all of that as usual with Aaron. Coming up, Mike Schoep and the Bulldog, WGR. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 